Two Murrays, money with Brett Steen and Blake Wendt from Jacaranda Financial Planning, providing trusted and understandable super and investment advice. Yeah, the boys are here, so if you want to have a chat to them, one three one eight seven three one three one eight seven three. Afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Murray. Yes, uh, look, I knew Brett and Blake. You were coming in today, and so I went looking to see the dollar amount. I, th- I thought I'd heard it incorrectly. Uh, because Mark Zuckerberg, who's the boss now of Meta, uh, he's he lost forty billion with a B in one day's trade. What happened? Yeah, bad day at the office, really, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so um, no, look, this is something that people have to realise in your portfolios. You have a whole range of different stocks, and f- everyone knows the name Facebook, indeed, which is now called Meta, M-E-T-A for the metaverse, etc. And so it's you know Facebook had a really bad day at the office on Thursday and Friday. Now what happened was basically is that uh, numbers come out and people look at this and say right what is the trend what's happening because they've been over a period of time getting more and more clients more and more people you know advertising larger amounts of money and you've seen that fall off or the the view is that growth factor is not going to continue on at that level. Now, some of the younger people are heading over to TikTok and other, other things. So you've got to be very careful when, you, when you're running these types of businesses. What ends up happening is you do reach plateaus and you've got to say, where's our next generation going to come from? How's it going to continue to grow at the rate? So I think you'd agree, Blake, you know, it was the, the stock price was about $400 billion. Okay, that's what the prices come off that stock. Wow. Now, most people in their super would have a tiny bit of Facebook or a tiny bit okay, right of Meta. Yep. So if you've got international shares, you are very likely to have some. Yes, the chief executive, of course, the major owner, his, mm-hmm. his personal uh, share went down. So, look, it's a very volatile period at the moment, but it's based on these NASDAQ stocks. Now, NASDAQ is the tech stocks in the US primarily. Yep. And that's where this massive volatility is coming from. People are saying, where is the revenue? What's the revenue increase? So tech stocks that don't have known money coming in, it's going to hurt them. So they're going to – because as interest rates go up, what, of course, is you're borrowing money. If you don't have income coming in, you're borrowing money. Right. You're going to pay greater amounts. So just be aware there's all these things going on. Um, stocks are moving about. This is an opportunity. I've got these – I know I've said for a long time, volatility is the friend of opportunity. Okay, so volatility is – is the friend of opportunity. And that's how you make money. Volatility gives you opportunity, your super fund, your investment account. If you look at what CSL is today, it's about $258. It was what, Blake, about $300, was not I think? You're going back in time, $300. And, and that just plays into this volatility story that we're seeing. Um, companies are being re-rated, uh, so to speak, with interest rates uh, coming up and, and rising. Uh, the market's trying to say, okay, where are uh, businesses or how are businesses going to be impacted going forward over the next six to 12 months? And that's what they're trying to price in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting too to see uh, the Governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia at the press club this week. Maybe walking back, I mean, he was saying, he's been saying for a while, no, no, interest rates are going to be on hold for quite some time. I mean, you know, years. Is he walking that back a bit? Oh, yes, indeed. So he's now talking about scenarios. So we've been saying, look, 2024 is fanciful, really, in our view, okay. of when it was going to be the first interest rate rise. They can't hold on that the, long. No, no, indeed not. And look, the US is very clear they're moving probably in March 
and therefore likely to get another three or four increases over the next 12 months. Is it because of inflation, because of inflation in America? Inflation. It's inflation. really starting to take off. Inflation is starting to take off. So therefore, the supply chain's very you know, um, disjointed, and therefore the demand for goods continues. People then pay a higher price, etc. So this all flows through to your super, to your investments. You just need to make sure you get monies working, get the strategies right that we talk about on the radio all the time, yep. but then come back to understand you do need investments that are going to reflect the current climate today. Okay. One three one eight seven three is our telephone number. You have any query whatsoever for Brett and for Blake? One three one eight seven three. Now Graham's done that on a text. Uh, he said, "I'm fifty three. I have about one hundred and twenty k in Australian super account, and I don't own any property. Can I invest the money within my super account externally, or should I just rely on the super account's investments for growth?" It's a great, great question. See, at the moment, the money is sitting in a very tax-effective vehicle, and so we'd probably encourage Graham to continue in that vehicle rather than uh, uh, trying to add monies to an external account, add to super, yep. if uh, if that makes sense uh, to do so for his situation. Um, see, when he's putting money into super, it's locking it away until age 60. And so that's why I'm saying if it makes sense to do so, and there's not uh, external objectives that he's trying to achieve. Um, so I'd encourage Graham to use super as a vehicle, get money into that vehicle, make sure it's invested uh, as per your risk tolerance. So if you're you know, trying to take uh, too much risk, it may make you feel a little bit um, uh, edgy at times when, when the market isn't performing too crash hot. Um, but yeah, no, terrific. Uh, it's a terrific structure to use. Very tax effective, tax free. Once you once you are in that retirement phase. Okay, beautiful. Hope right. that helps, Graham. One three one eight seven three is our telephone number, or you can send us a text as well. Uh, I wouldn't be feeling too sorry for Mark Zuckerberg, by the way. I know he, he crashed on Friday. <laughs> He's still the tenth richest person in the world, and net worth, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, of ninety billion US dollars. Billion. But he's only the tenth. Who are the other ones? Ninety billion. I don't know. Belgium, Denmark. Any radio? I mean, any radio anyone, announcers anyone, in there? Anyone you know? <laughs> yeah, any anyone, anyone important? Anyone that we I mean, know that we can lean on? It's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> now, and the other, uh, sorry, go ahead. Myself. No, I was going to say Mitch has called through. Hello, Mitch. Yes, thanks very much. Um, I sold a house and I got six hundred and fifty in cash sitting in uh, in the bank, and I was wondering if I can myself and my wife can apply for a part pension. Okay, well, Mitch, in terms of just from an age point of view, are you both over 67? Yes. Yes, indeed. So that's typically pension age now for people when you can potentially get access to some of Centrelink. Then it comes down to assets. So you've you've sold this property. Um, was it a you, an investment property? So you've also got a principal place of residence, have you, Mitch? No, no, that was, that was my principal place of uh, residence. We just rent now. Okay, so look, you definitely from a, if there's not a larger number of other assets, so cash, shares, etc., they're all going to count towards the a test for Centrelink. So therefore, right. you're a non-home owner. So there's there's an amount you can have as a homeowner, and amount yep. you can have as a non-home owner. So I'm a non-home owner. Yes. So therefore, as a non-home owner, you've actually got an amount of about one point one million dollars when you would lose mm. any. Age pension entitlement. Right. So, he, yeah. so, so you get a full pension. So you'll get a, a significant amount. Close. So it's yeah, mm. get a significant amount. So six hundred and twenty, sort of the base number mm. okay. for someone who yeah. does not have a home over there or a roof over their head, and yeah. so therefore at six hundred and fifty, say it's seven hundred when you add your car in and bits and pieces and whatever, yeah. you're going to get materially a significant amount of age pension. Can you get a full pension or only a part? Well, if the cutoff is six hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a couple. 
Right. And so that's when you would get the full amount. But you've got to add, so if you've got 650 and maybe yeah. your car's worth 20 and maybe you've got another $10,000 floating around, a few shares, et cetera, then it's you're going to, yeah. yes, then that'll take that number up. But you will get materially the full pension, a large amount towards it. And yeah. uh, as you eat a bit of your uh, capital amount, then you'll actually start to, you know, it'll increase the amount as soon as you fall beneath that level. You can take it out can and put I, it under the bed, can't you? Can, can I get an amount as I'm renting? Isn't there some sort of an amount I can get as I'm renting a property? Yeah, there can be rental assistances as well. So what would be, yes. yes, be really worthwhile is going to Centrelink and just going through your situation. They'll evaluate it for you and uh, see what entitlements you can uh, get. So that's great. All right, one, three, one, eight, seven, three. Thank you very much. No Mitch. Hope that helped. Uh, excellent call. Thank you very much. One three one eight seven three is our telephone number. The other um, stat that I was particularly interested in raising with both of you gentlemen this afternoon, Brett and Blake, the price of oil has spiked up to the highest level since September 2014. What does that tell us? Uh, and the price, it, it went through the 92 US dollars a barrel mark. Uh, on Friday, what does that tell us about inflation, and what can we expect to pay at well, the pump it, here? Yeah, it's it's all about demand and supply. So if um, if we see the various parties who produce oil, if they if they bring more into the marketplace, you'll see that price drop. But what it's actually telling us, all things being equal, the price is going up. So they're not seeing greater supply coming on at the current time, mm-hmm. and the demand is is there. So you know what the world is still growing. The world needs. Uh, fossil fuels needs yep. these things to actually produce. Look at mm. gas. Look at you know oil. It doesn't just all stop because people say there's we want to have a wind farm somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. So there is demand <laughs> for <laughs> resources. Well, Muzzy was thinking about putting in the on the south paddock at his place. <laughs> you know, twenty three wind turbines. Twenty four. <laughs> to march across the landscape. Yeah. The, the neighbours yeah. I hear are really happy about that. They're very happy about it. Ecstatic. One three one eight seven three is our telephone number. Peter has joined us. Very good afternoon to you, sir. Hello, gents. How you going? Pretty good, thanks, good, Peter. What's your query for the lads? Um, I'm a young fellow. I'm 30 years old. I'm just curious of uh, how much I'm going to need to retire and uh, if there's going to be a different retirement age if yeah. I get there. Great question, Peter. The um, Look, everything comes back, and we, we say it time and time again, everything comes back to what you need um, in retirement. So um, just work out what kind of lifestyle you'd like to have and then work backwards in terms of how do you actually get there. Um, so sitting down with a financial advisor would make great sense. You can then say, okay, at 60 years of age, when I plan to retire, I'm just picking a number, um, I'd like to have a lifestyle that looks like X, Y, Z then the advisor will help you really uh, to plan for that and say which structures you should be using, what investments should be, uh, you know, what investments you should hold and and what does that actually look like. Um, So everything comes back, Peter, to what you're spending. Um, Then you simply work backwards from there and say, well, how do we achieve that? In terms of retirement ages, really when we say retirement ages, that typically uh, is for age pension purposes and when entitlement to age pension uh, will will take place. It's very likely that, Peter, by the time you get to uh, your 60s, the age pension age will well and truly increase. Okay, you so, have to be 80 yeah. till you get it. But, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to be that bad, but uh, there will be a change in you'll be, that model. You'll be okay, Muzz. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, what a good question from a 30-year-old chap. It's good to think about look. it. Yeah. yeah, good to think about it at this stage. Listen to two Muzzies and Brett and Blake, of course. Saturday afternoon, thanks for your company, 131873. Any query at all about your retirement, yeah, give yeah. us a buzz, 131873. Yes, two Muzzies, Saturday afternoon, 131873 is our telephone number for any inqu- inquiries vis-a-vis retirement savings. Retirement, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, but but first, to cab off the rank here. We've got upcoming uh, in the month of February in Sydney and in Brisbane, Brett. You've got your award-winning and highly sought-after. <laughs> Seminars. Oh, that's very kind of you. But look, we have done them for years and years. And look, it's all the tips and traps, all things you need to know about super investment, retiring, starting account-based pensions, getting rid of death tax for adult children when you leave your super to them, all this sort of stuff. If you're sort of the 60 bracket, 65 to 67 bracket, um, you're thinking about retiring, then you need to be better informed. You know, There's so many great strategies you can do in that age bracket to get things working for you for the next 20, 30 years. So there's two information needed coming up. They are both no charge to come along. Sydney is Tuesday night, the 15th of February. Brisbane is Thursday night, the 24th of February. Sydney's at the Fullerton Hotel, Martin Place. Brisbane's at Customs House, Queen Street in Brisbane. So if you want to come along for those, they start at 6pm, pretty convenient time. They go for about an hour and a half. It's all about just information. If you want to book in for those, um, you can go to the website, jacarandfp. The FP stands for financial planning. So jacarandfp.com.au or go to the uh, main switchboard number for Jacaranda Financial Planning, one 800 So one 800 to book in for those two information evenings coming up. Beautiful. There we All go. Right. Now, Rick has called through and he's got a question for you. G'day, Rick. Yeah, g'day. How you going, guys? Pretty good, thank you, Rick. Very interesting query, sir, and share it with the lads. Uh, well, what I'm asking is uh, my wife is on a TPI pension uh, due to a severe car accident and spinal injuries. I'm her carer. Now, she has uh, money in super, and I have money in super. She is seven years older than me. She's at an age of 63 where she can get her super. Uh, what happens if we combine our super into my super, which is Australian super, which is performing way better than the colonial mutual she's in? What does that do to being able to obtain the super for our ages? Uh, Mitch, oh, sorry, uh, Rick. <laughs> sorry, Rick. Um, well, what's yeah, your age? Right. What's your age? I'm 56 and okay. my wife's 63. So if, if your wife was to pull out the funds from her superannuation and put it into your super, you would not have yeah. access until 60 years of age. So there would be a period of time where you'll have to wait uh, before getting access to super. Um, so you just have to look at, uh, look at the situation and say, well, do we have enough income to support our lifestyle, um, how things are at the moment, or do we actually need to rely on this superannuation money? Um, so just, just consider that, Rick, because it's um, going to be important that you don't lock up funds completely. Maybe you leave some monies in, in her super or, or pull them out and leave them in the bank. And equally, if you're not happy with a fund, your wife could indeed roll over her money yeah. to a fund that she's happy with or you're both happy with. She'll still be able to access. Mm. So therefore, you can move monies around. There's no problems around, you know, in terms of that, Rick. So um, you, that's not sort of the issue is not about combining. The issue is about if the fund is working or not working. Okay. Okay. Good on you, Rick. Thanks for that. One three one eight seven three is the number. Where are we go, Matt. Let's go top of the board uh, from Borkham Hills in New South Wales. Matt's online. Hello, Matt. Hey, good day, guys. Happy Saturday. Yeah, and happy Saturday uh, to you too, uh, <laughs> a young fella. And you're looking to buy a home. Yeah, so uh, we, we're going through the process now. So um, everybody's talking about interest rates at the moment. Um, everybody's got their own opinion. So what I sort of want to know is where interest rates are at the moment. We're fixed at 2.5% for two years. Um, but yeah, just want to know where they're at the moment. 
interest rates. Yeah, I, um, I mean, million-dollar question. It's a million-dollar indeed. So what, what, what's, what we're seeing at the moment is fixed rates are increasing um, by the banks already. So it's not, mm. not a case of waiting for the RBA to come out and say, well, we're lifting rates. They're the banks are already moving. Yeah. Um, so what, what that does is it actually makes it harder to borrow, potentially for some some who are borrowing and going out there and trying to buy a property. So... Um, it's not a case of trying to lock in the best rate potentially, Matt. It may be a case of saying, well, can we actually borrow um, in this environment? As rates go up, typically it's harder to, to borrow. And so I'd be looking at that perspective rather than saying, well, am I getting you know the best rate in town? Yes, that is important, but it may mean that you don't have enough to actually go to the uh, to the market and actually buy something. The other one is mm. make sure you get an offset account or it's very useful potentially to have a mortgage offset account because then if you get extra money, you can actually effectively reduce the amount of the debt that you've got. If it's a locked-in arrangement, then you're going to have the problem where you can't have an offset account and therefore get the benefit of that. So maybe you want to sort of uh, have a bit of each, a bet each way to give you some flexibility because if you do come into money, you want to actually be able to uh, knock off some of that mortgage that you've got. Okay, all right, some good advice. One three one eight seven three. helps, Matt, yep. yes. It, it, and it is a question that many people are asking, of course, mm. because I think a lot of people are, are, are thinking about switching to at least part of their mortgage uh, at a fixed rate. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Previously, fixed was looking pretty attractive compared to variable. Yeah. Now that's switched now. All the banks are offering cheaper variable rates than, than fixed. fixed rates because they know that pricing or interest rates are going Because down the up. track, it's going to go up. That's right. And yeah. that's what they're expecting. Yeah, too Two up. Muzzies, Brett and Blake with us. Kevin's online from Norellon. Hello, Kevin. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hello there. Hey, young, you young fellas going? <laughs> We're all right. Pretty good, thank you, Kevin. What's your query? <laughs> uh, look, uh, I've, I've had this. Oh, no, Phil, 83, wife's 82. Uh, now, we've had this investment probably for 20-odd years, uh, and due to bad health, uh, I've got to sell it. It's in my name only, and my query is that we're on the senior's health card. That helps with our... Because uh, we're only getting 25 grand a year, mm-hmm. our, all our investments. So it's not, not we're not doing crash hot. But I'm going to get a lump sum here. Now, what happens to that health card? Could you tell me? Yes, look, it's not going to be impacted from the sale of the property because it's an asset either way. So if the asset value currently inside a property is worth $600,000 as an example, then the asset value... Um, it's going to also have, you know, it's going to be um, invested. It's going to be cash. Now, the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card is incomes tested. That's right. And, and so, but it's a case of uh, the likelihood you're going to have to generate sort of eighty thousand dollars. So I'm assuming the property is not a, not a three or five million dollar property. Would that be a fair comment, Kevin? It's not a. It's a fifty dollars thousand <laughs> profit, I think. Okay. So therefore, the answer is that. Um, you know, all things being equal, it's not going to impact your Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare. Okay, okay. Right. Good on you, Kevin. Kevin. Thanks and for that. We're going to keep moving. A very interesting query here from Kay. Thank you for your query. At the Jacaranda Seminars, are we able to ask questions before, during or afterwards? Yes, like all three, basically. Typically, we have it a bit shorter in the middle, but yes, afterwards, we're delighted. So if you want to come along for those information evenings, give it a half an hour afterwards and you can ask questions. All right. I hope that helps, Kay. And... Uh, those are two nights again in Sydney, Tuesday the 15th of February, Brisbane Thursday the 24th of February. And the number, the best number to ring and book a spot? Yes, is the 1-800-40-2610. 1-800-40-2610. Every Saturday, Brett, Steen, Blake went with the two muzzies providing Good to see free you boys. financial advice for your uh, retirement. Take care. Thanks yes. for having us.